You are unique. There's no other person on the planet who is exactly like you. And you were created this way on purpose. The Bible says Jesus came to give us not just life, but life to the full. This podcast is dedicated to helping you learn about who God made you to be and how to live life to the full. We're so glad you stopped by. Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas and welcome to the special Christmas Eve Uniquely You podcast episode. I am Emily Honey and I am here with my always lovely co-host and mother, Charlie Glenn. <laughs> jingle bell, jingle I was going to say she's singing something to herself because <laughs> I can see her dancing. <laughs> you can't see her. But I could see her dancing around. I was thinking, oh, I had some bells. Why didn't I bring them in here and start only, shaking them? If only you had brought if your only. jingle bells. Yes. Is it uh, still snowy there? It is. Now, today lovely. it was frigid. When I woke up, it was like 16 and felt like eight. Burr. Um, yeah. And so all the snow is crusted over, but we're supposed to have more snow tomorrow. What? I want I don't to be know, there. I don't know how much. I haven't watched the weather, but yes, we are supposed to have potential snow again tomorrow. That's not Christmas because we're recording before Christmas, but that would be awesome. We're hoping for snow there on Christmas because we're going up there for Christmas. Yes. So um, Christmas night and on. <laughs> yes. So after you get nice. there. <laughs> but that's super fun and festive. I can't really remember growing up it ever really snowing much before Christmas. So it's very exciting that it's snowing yeah. before Christmas this year there. Yep. It's, so it's fun. a fun snow too. It's a good snowball snow. You it's said good... it was all like crested over. That's my favorite when you walk yeah. outside and it's like crunch, crunch, crunch. crunch. Yes. I love it. it I love it. Oh, I'm so jealous. I want to be And there. your wonderful brother just he came your over walk? yesterday and shoveled my walk. Oh, he's, great. he's so good. He's he so is. sweet. He's so good to me to take care of his mama. So yeah, it's really beautiful outside. Um, still, everything's covered. The streets are clear, though. Nice. It, See, it, it's wonderful. It didn't ice. No, no, it stayed around 34 all day yesterday. And That's so amazing. the streets stayed warm enough to melt a lot of it off. Great. It's been beautiful. It is. That's fun. Well, we have a few beginning announcements right now. We will not be posting a podcast on New Year's Eve. We're going to take a week off and give Carrie, our wonderful production manager, executive producer. I don't know. You give her a different title every (laughs) single time. (laughs) Um, Grand Potentate. Yeah. We're going to give her uh, time off. We'll be back with an episode on January the 7th. Yay, 2021. Yay, I know. Wow, hard to believe. I know. We live in but the future. We are, yeah, we are going to change it up next year. We are going to go to every other week. When we started this adventure, mm-hmm. we had no idea what it took to podcast. Zero idea. Zero idea. It's timely. Time consuming, I think is what you mean. <laughs> Time consuming. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it's also timely, but it is time consuming for us. Yes. It's it's more time consuming than we ever dreamed. We um no offense to you guys, but we do have lives off off 
away from this podcast and right. need a little more time in those lives. That's what's coming up. Happy Christmas Eve. I know. It's so fun. So for our Christmas Eve episode, we're going to be reminiscing some and chatting about the holidays. We did ask for people to share some of their maybe mem favorite memories or traditions or things like that on Facebook and Instagram. And we got a few of those and we had some really fun, great responses. There were just like a lot of really fun traditions that were shared. We're not going to read everyone's, but there were things like people going to cut down Christmas trees together and doing fancy dinners, wearing matching Christmas PJs. I think that's kind of a really popular one. Oh, yeah. Um, I know Seth and JJ do that, and so do Jenna and her family, and probably a lot of other people. That's really fun. Yeah. You can buy those, like, anywhere now, which is really great. And um, other people talked about going to see movies on Christmas Eve, and the lists were just like went on and on and on of all these fun things that people do. So it was really fun to read all those. Um, so we're going to share a few of the ones that we thought were the most unique. And um, then we're going to talk about some of our favorite holiday things. So mom, you're going to start. First. I am. I am. This is from Laura Siebert. Hi, Laura. I miss Hi, you. <laughs> She said, my favorite Christmas moments have come from watching my dad give my mom gifts. Gift giving is my dad's love language and watching him show her love each year has really formed how I attempt to show those around me that I care. But one year he upgraded her wedding ring, bought her a bigger ring. He put it in an ornament and hung it on the tree. I love knowing that it was there and snuck so many peeks at it just to smile at how I knew my dad loved my mom. Looking backwards as an adult, what an amazing example of what Christmas truly is. God gave a gift to truly show the world he loved them. That's really sweet. Also, I'm just really impressed that um, her mom never found it on the tree. Yeah. Because I would have seen that thing. Like, <laughs> I am super impressed that Terry Kelly never saw it. Like, that Brian was bold enough to put it on the tree and that she never noticed it. I'm know. just impressed. I but what a it. sweet gift. What a sweet, what a sweet surprise. So that's a really fun memory. So I'm going to read one from Shelly Lowe, um, the lovely and talented friend of ours. And she says, for many years, Christmas dinner at my parents' house was Tex-Mex food. It started one year when no one really wanted more traditional stuff because we had all that on Thanksgiving. So mom asked what we wanted and we decided enchiladas, fajitas, queso dip, etc. sounded good. So that's what she made. And it became our tradition for probably the next 15 to 20 years. Also, mom made fried pies from scratch for breakfast on Christmas morning. I love wow. that. I want some of those. Some fried pies? Fried pies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want, yeah, someone else to get up and make fried pies for breakfast. Yes. Absolutely. I love it. Yes. So that's really fun. I am not a big fan of like traditional holiday food. So anybody who's like, we eat something else for Christmas or even for Thanksgiving, I know it's sacrilege. I'm like, that's so fun. I love that. Yes. <laughs> because it uh, is. I don't love turkey and ham and things of that nature. This one is from Kevin Slick. 
The question of when to start playing Christmas music was always a topic of interest. In our family, it started with breakfast on the day after Thanksgiving and had to end on New Year's Day. We had lots of Christmas albums and played them over and over during that period. I think that's really fun. Like, yeah. that's a really cute memory. And it's also very fun how specific it is. I know. <laughs> breakfast the day after Thanksgiving, New Year's Day. Yeah. Done. Yes. Nana Let's wouldn't have made it in that family. No, no. <laughs> like, you know, Nana started in like August or September playing Christmas music. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she played it all year long. I distinctly <laughs> remember being there one time and like it was so hot outside like it must have been July and she just had Christmas music playing and it was you know 67 degrees in her house (laughs) it felt like Christmas at her house even though it was probably July so it was freezing in there (laughs) yep she was just making up for having to have a hot summer (laughs) yep oh because it was hot outside i remember it was so hot and coming into her house felt so good at first and then i was like it's cold in here i'm gonna have to go back outside (laughs) so yeah that's a really really cool kevin and we thank you for um sharing this with us i think for me it would probably make the christmas music more special to have it from a limited time to a limited you know scheduled yeah so that that's the only time of year you listen to it and then you I would appreciate it more. Well there you go. Yeah, I think it's so fun to have different families do different things. Yeah. I think yeah. it's really fun. Our next two actually I'm gonna share because they're both from the same person. They're both from Carrie Lowe, the fabulous queen of the podcast, Carrie yeah. Lowe. Um, Without her, this would never exist. Right. No, not even sort of. So she shared two. One of her favorite traditions, she said, is waking the kids on Christmas morning by playing the song, You Gotta Get Up, It's Christmas Morning by Five Iron Frenzy, loudly. And if you've ever heard that song, you know it's a loud one. So, or if you've heard of Five Iron Frenzy. So if you haven't heard that song, you should just look it up. Just search it on Google and listen to it because that's a lot of fun and um yeah i'm sure this was when they were teenagers because you know little children he still uh, does it to this day (laughs) right but i'm sure it started when they were teenagers i'm little children don't have trouble getting up on christmas morning i think we were talking about i think she said it was probably around seventh grade whenever five iron frenzy started yeah you know being a band and being known yeah and from that point on yeah so her second memory is really fun and we'll tell you why in a second but she wrote a favorite memory of mine is when many years ago a preacher and his wife moved in across the street from us and brought us cinnamon rolls and introduced themselves all the while i'm thinking i could not be friends with a preacher's wife and this is really funny because i'm looking at the preacher's wife right now (laughs) (laughs) And I was one of the people that came and introduced themselves. Oh, <laughs> oh it was so, well, and it was really funny because it was it was cold and maybe so cold. Snowed. Maybe, maybe it had snowed. I don't know. It was really cold. But we were so bundled up, you couldn't see our faces, and we were new on the block, and we we're trying to get to know neighbors. So I baked cinnamon rolls for every family and from scratch, people. 
yeah, from scratch. scratch. And so we took them down, knocked on this door, and this lady opened the door, and we sang carols and gave them these cinnamon rolls. She had no idea who we were from, so she had to peer (laughs) out one of her windows to see which house we went to. (laughs) She couldn't tell who we were. Who we were before they would eat the cinnamon roll, (laughs) because she didn't trust whoever it was. That's exactly what I would have done, Carrie. I would have been like, who are these people? <laughs> Where are they going? Are they trying years, to poison us? Yeah. Years later, she confessed to me that she just knew she would never be my friend because I was pastor's wife. And here we are. Yes. <laughs> Almost years, 30 years Decades later. later. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's more than 30 years later. Is it more? Gosh, time just keeps moving. Right? It's, or it's exactly 30 years. When did we move in there? 1990? Uh, yes. 30 years? <laughs> oh, On the nose. Years this 30 years this Christmas. Such a fun memory. And yeah, it was it was really fun. So fun to be friends still yes. with them. Yes, it is. So I love this next person and memory. I did not know her then. It was a little before my time in the family. But this is from my sister-in-law, Becky Rogers. She writes, Brand Bob decided to have a live nativity in front of Skelly Drive Baptist Church in 1972. He and Steve drove to Owasso in the old pickup with homemade wooden stock racks to pick up a small cow. Well, it was some large animal. (laughs) I don't remember all the story, though I know it was very cold and hot chocolate was involved. My father-in-law loved animals. He grew up on a mm-hmm. farm and he loved them. He was also a church music director and education director. So I'm sure he was in charge of the music for Christmas and then decided to have this nativity scene. I wish I had been part of the family. It was yeah. good to see it. But I can, I can imagine how crazy it was to have all those live animals. <laughs> yes. And I can imagine like his reaction when he got there and it was a really big animal and him being like, well, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I just can picture him thinking in his cowboy hat. For those of you who aren't sure who Grand Bob is, Grand Bob was my dad's dad. His name yeah. was Robert Glenn Bob. That's right. the Grand Bob. So lots of fun. Lots of fun. I'm sure that was an adventure. <laughs> I know. At least there was hot chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Hot chocolate can help a lot of things be better. Yeah. For sure. Um, Our last one that we're going to share, that was uh, one that we're going to read, I guess, is from Courtney Johnson. And she wrote, our family tradition since moving to Colorado is to head in our four-wheel drive sleigh up to the mountains to cut down our own Christmas tree. After cutting down the tree, we come home and enjoy hot cocoa, soup, or chili, and decorate the tree while watching a Charlie Brown Christmas. Okay, I have a question for Courtney Johnson. Because when you and your brother were mm-hmm. little, we lived in Lordsburg, New Mexico. Right, it's a little we went, ways away from Colorado, though. Yes, but it's mountains, mm-hmm. and we paid to be able to go cut a tree down in the mountains. And we found this gorgeous tree, absolutely beautiful. And dad and I cut it down and I don't, I don't even remember how we got it on the car to bring it home. I'm sure we put it on the roof and tied it down. I just remember you t- like dad tying pantyhose around the ones that we liked. So we'd remember which ones they were. That's true. That's all, all I remember. Like. 
like, was it this one? No. So he was tying like, I don't know why pantyhose, but he was tying like old pantyhose. I mean, I hope it might've been new. I don't know. <laughs> I know. I trees. would have only given him the old one. I'm sure. He was yeah. tying old pantyhose on trees. But here's my question, Courtney Johnson. When you get to the house, does it fit in your door? Because ours did not. <laughs> <laughs> it looked small on the side of the mountain. Sure. It was not small when we got it to our house. So we had to cut it down to size to get it into the house. That's hilarious. So that just I just want to know how good you guys are at picking a tree out. Yeah, there sounds like they do this every year. They're probably like measuring things. Unlike you and Dad who are just eyeballing it. Sure that'll fit in our house. This is not that big. Oh wait, this is 10 feet tall. <laughs> yes. And you know uh, 10 feet wide. And 10 feet wide, yeah. Know, so. That's so funny. So it was really uh, lots of laughter, lots of lots of poking fun at each other from what we did. That's so but funny. We got it down to where it fit in the house. Of course, we realized how bad our allergies were after that, and we quit doing real Christmas trees. Yeah, they're so pretty, but if they make you sneeze and congested, it's probably yeah. not really worth it. It's it's hard. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, that was all the listener responses. So we hope you guys enjoyed those and that if we shared your response, we hope you enjoyed hearing it on the podcast. Um, so now we're going to share some of our favorite Christmas things. So um, I think we're just going to go through this list of questions and answer things, right? Yeah. Um, okay, great. So mom, what is your favorite holiday tradition? Well, I believe you have it at your house, but the most favorite thing was putting up the calendar with the little mouse in the pockets. Mm. Yeah, the little advent mouse calendar. We didn't call it an advent calendar, but it's no. a little countdown to Christmas. It was made by Avon. Oh, All okay. these people who have them, I'm sure their mothers got them from Avon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's a couple people who are like, oh, we have that. And I'm like, I don't even know where it came from. Like, Avon, interesting. It's so cute. Yeah. That's fun. So what, why did you like that so much? I don't know. It's just, I think because you guys enjoyed it so much, moving the mouse. It yeah. just gave you the countdown. I don't know. You, you just were thrilled with it. Yeah. And I remember us moving it every night and being yeah. like so excited because it was one day closer to Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're a kid, a month feels like a really long time. It does. And your favorite holiday tradition is? You know, I wish that I thought about this beforehand, (laughs) to be quite honest. (laughs) I came up with these questions and I was like, oh, I'll write in some answers later. And then I never did. So (laughs) I was just like going off the cuff here. I think probably one of my favorite holiday traditions also actually goes along with like my favorite holiday food, which is not really a holiday food at all. But uh, sometime, what, maybe when I was in high school, we started, maybe middle school, we started making egg rolls on Christmas Eve for Christmas Eve dinner. And that was just really fun. And I really enjoyed that. And I really like those homemade egg rolls. And I really liked making them together. Like we would, you would probably, I mean, I don't know, you probably made all the insides, like cooked all the insides. Right. But then we would all force sit at the table and roll egg rolls, like that afternoon or that day sometime we would just take the wraps and we roll them and seal them 
Um, and then that night we would fry them and then we'd eat them and they're just so delicious. I just loved them so much. Um, so that was a really, really fun tradition that we had that we don't do anymore just because, um, I have celiac. You have celiacs. Yeah. But we switched it out for cashew chicken, which I enjoy just as much as egg rolls. It's probably not as bad for me because it's not, it doesn't have Deep the fried. Like it's still fried. The chicken is. Well, I know, but anyway, it's still really. So that's probably my favorite holiday tradition and food, which would not at all be considered like a classic holiday food. What would your favorite holiday food be? You know, I really couldn't think of one. What about treat? Like a favorite holiday dessert? Okay, well, treat. there you go. Mom always made fudge, and fudge. she made the best fudge in the Hands world. Hands down, best fudge in the world, which is funny, because I was asking for this recipe this year. I was like, I'm going to make Nana's fudge, because it's so good, and I love it, and I just want, you know, she's not here to make it. I just want to have some of Nana's fudge. <laughs> My Aunt Vicki, sweet Aunt Vicki, spent so much time looking for the recipe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Vicki. But she just spent a ton of time looking for it. And then she finally was like, I realized that when we made fudge together a couple of years ago, she just used the recipe on the back of the, what is it? Marshmallow cream. Marshmallow cream package. So if you want to make my Nana's fudge, just use the recipe <laughs> on the back of the marshmallow cream package and you too can have the most delicious fudge in the world. So, <laughs> I don't know. It won't have Nana's love in it. So. That's Maybe. true. Yes. There is just something about, yeah, certain people make something and you're like, this is just better for some reason. She Even also made, recipe. and I don't think you ever like these, but they're coconut balls. No, I don't like stuff. And like they're little balls of sweet stuff with coconut flakes in them. And then you yeah. dip, dip them in chocolate. And yeah, no, I'm not a fan. The of fudge, fudge is number one, but for me, the coconut sure. balls is number two. Yeah. And I don't normally like things with nuts in it, like candy with nuts in it. But for some reason, the fudge with the pecans in it, that's just how it's supposed to be. If you I disagree, see. you're wrong. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I do like those and that's surprising because I don't like nuts and a lot of things. So yeah, I agree. You know what else I really liked um, and still really like that's a Christmas treat. I always really looked forward to Ellen Quinion making peppermint bark. Oh yeah. You remember that? Yes. She made the best peppermint bark. She so did. good. She made the best, like besides Nana's fudge. And besides Nana making treats in general, I think Ellen Quinion is a very close second for making treats. She made such delicious Christmas treats every yeah. year because people, the exchanging of cinnamon rolls sparked a tradition in our neighborhood where everybody exchanged sweets at Christmas. So um, yeah, people would make candies and cookies and cinnamon rolls and we all gained like 20 pounds at Christmas because everybody made such delicious treats. Yeah, Carrie and I were talking this morning about the year I made baklava for everyone. Oh yeah, the baklava. Yeah. That's good. So, you know, it is a well-known fact that Charlie Glenn does not like to cook. It is a well-known fact. It's a, a everyone that knows me knows I do mm. not like to cook. Yes. But there was something just special about giving to my neighbors. Yes. Yes. You you would labor 
very intensely for things to get, and usually they're baked goods though, which you didn't mind baking as much as cooking, but you would labor much more for the things to give to them. Like one year you make toffee. Yes. You would, you would make things you would never make for just us. <laughs> for our that's true. But and you know, I think that that's, we got to eat tons of it. So it was fine. Um, but I just think there's something so sweet and special about that though, that you just loved our neighbors so much that you wanted to make them something special. I think it's really, really sweet. And, you know, I think that that's a really fun thing to do. So if you listeners don't know your neighbors, maybe not make something this year, but you know, maybe give everybody candy canes or something like just, I feel like it's such a fun thing to have neighborhood traditions that we used to do. And so, yeah, I mean, if you want that, you're probably gonna have to make it happen because <laughs> it didn't just happen. It happened because of the cinnamon rolls and um, being intentional to like take time to talk to our neighbors that yes. mom and dad did. I didn't do it. I was a child, but, um, but there was just an intentionality there. That's really important if you want to connect with your neighbors, so. True, and that, you know, favorite memories of snacks, I think that those are some of my favorite memories. Yeah. Are going to our neighbors and giving them something. Yeah, that yeah. was really fun. The sad thing now is we have so many food allergies, it's much more difficult to do that, so. Right, that's true, that's true. Yeah. But the more you get to know your neighbors, then you can figure out who has a food allergy. That's right. And then you could get them something different that's perhaps not homemade. That way yeah. you are not concerned about, you know, poisoning yeah. them on accident. <laughs> um, but you could make something for the people who are not allergic to right. those things. I love it. Yeah, I think that's a, those were really fun times. Actually, um, I listed that one under favorite gift given. Was well, then what was your favorite memory? My favorite memory is probably the year that dad wrapped my house shoes in different boxes. <laughs> See, I thought that was going to be your favorite gift <laughs> received. No, I have one that goes a lot farther back than oh, that. Oh, okay. So yeah, tell about the shoes then. Okay. Byron, I don't know, he's just being silly and I wanted house shoes and he bought me house shoes, really nice house shoes, but he wrapped them in separate boxes. So I only got one at a time. <laughs> it's like, oh look, I have a left house shoe. That's so nice. My left foot will be really comfortable and warm. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite memories I think are just of things that we did uh, when I was little. I think there, I've got a couple. So I know that doesn't compute okay. with favorite, but whatever. <laughs> I'm going to share several because this is our podcast and I can. Um, I loved going Christmas caroling. We like lived in a small town, went to a small church and it was just so fun. Like I have such vivid memories of caroling in our neighborhood or going and caroling to the elderly in our church. Um, yes. mom would take us, it wasn't even always at Christmas. Like you would take us just to like see them every Wednesday night for months yep. and months out of the year, just to see the homebound elderly in our church. And it was only like 
four or five people. It wasn't a ton. So we got to know those elderly people really well. And it was just really sweet to get to know them so well. And um, just going and caroling at their houses, like, it was just, there's just something wonderful about that, especially people like, you know, and love and that, you know, can't get out. Um, So that was just really, really special. And my other one is, it may have been the first year that we were in Jones. It may not have been. Um, I think it's something they did several, like for several years after we were there, but um, it was probably a Christmas Eve service or like the last Sunday night service before Christmas. And at the end of it, they would hand out bags of candy to all the kids. It also had an apple and an orange and nuts in it, but I didn't eat those. It had so much candy in it, just a brown paper sack to every kid who was there, which, you know, shows that it was a small church because it was like really full brown paper sack of candy. Probably the apple and orange helped fill it out, but it was just really, I just thought I was so, I was always so excited during that service. Couldn't wait to get to the end and I would run down the aisle to the back to get a bag from, you know, Lewis Kime. (laughs) Yeah, it was really sweet in that church. The deacons always got together the afternoon of that Sunday and filled bags with candy and fruit and nuts for all the children. Yeah. And it was so special. Really, really, really special. You know, there were just some really special like elderly people there and they probably weren't elderly when they were doing that, but just like they were older. So in my, you know, five-year-old mind, they were really old, but (laughs) they were like grandparent age Um, and they're just really special. So I think I have a lot of special memories around that kind of thing and going to church, um, like, you know, Charlie Wilder's tie that lit up that was like a reindeer. Oh, that was classic. (laughs) That was so Yes. Just lots of fun little things like that. Really sweet, sweet community. Yeah, very sweet community. Especially, yeah, to grow up in. Well, I have to go back to my favorite gift. Have we done that yet that we received? No, no. Okay. Um, Because it was my first bicycle. I think I was eight years old, and we had a Christmas tree in the basement in our house in Colorado, and I remember my green bicycle being in front of the tree. Mm. It was a little big for me because it was one, you know, to you only get one in your life. Right. (laughs) One to grow grow into. into, yeah. But I just apparently really wanted a bicycle because that one has stuck with me forever at Christmas. That's really fun. So what was your favorite gift that you've given? The baked goods to the neighbors. The goods, yeah, that makes sense. The fa- my favorite gift that I've ever gotten, I got from Jeremy. Um, I was pregnant with Lincoln and Owen was one. You know, I was only like three months pregnant with Lincoln or something. So I wasn't super pregnant, but I was just we had finally gotten to a point where we felt like we could handle our child, Owen, and then discovered, you know, unexpectedly that we were pregnant with Lincoln, which is a huge blessing. And I'm so thankful that, um, you know, that happened looking back, especially, you know, having him before dad was sick and all that. But, um, Mm -hmm. but it just felt really hard at the time, just thinking like, I'm not doing a good job with this one-year-old. Like I am not really a baby 
person. I like babies and I love other people's babies because you can squish them and give them back when they're poopy. Um, <laughs> right. You know, I love it. Um, but being responsible for babies is hard for me, like solely. And um, so it was just really, I was just really feeling like I'm not doing a great job as a mom. And Jeremy had gone to Tiffany's and had gotten me a um, initial necklace that had a little O on it for Owen, which was really very beautiful. Um, but with it, uh, he wrote the sweetest note. He just like said, Owen is so lucky to have you as a mom. And so is this baby. It just, it just made me cry. It makes me want to tear up a little bit, which y'all are super surprised by right now <laughs> because it was just so sweet and so encouraging. And I just felt like I'm doing a terrible job here. And he was just like, you're doing a great job. And Owen is so lucky to have you as a mom. And so is this baby, you know, super lucky to have such a good mama. And I just was like, <laughs> so, and of course then, you know, after Lincoln was born, he got me another little initial with an L. And so it's still just a super sweet gift that, um, that he gave me. And I think not just because of what it was, but because of where I was feeling like I was doing a poor job and him saying, no, you're doing a really good job. Like they're really fortunate to have you as their mother. So that felt really special. He also hit it on the tree, but not days before Christmas. He did it like that day because he knew I would have seen it and been like, what is this on the tree? <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't think of a favorite gift that I've given. I like, I do like to give gifts, but there's nothing in my mind that stands out that I've given to anybody that's been like, well, that was super special. If you've ever gotten a gift for me that you felt like was super special, feel free to tell me. I don't know. Uh, I think that part of, of this talking about gifts is that gift receiving and giving isn't my strong love language. Right. No, I'm a quality time person. So just spending time with me is a huge gift, whereas gifts themselves are great and wonderful, but they don't stick in my memory like spending time with people does. Right. I think that, I mean, there were definitely times that I've made things for people like one year I made scarves for all my friends just because I wanted to give them a gift, but I didn't have a lot of money. So I just bought cheap yarn. I was like thread. That's wrong. It's not thread. Cheap <laughs> yarn and crocheted all my friends scarves. It was a lot of people that I gave scarves it to, was. including like you guys. I made them for mom. Yeah. I made one for dad. I made one for Seth. Was JJ around then? I don't know if she was or not. I don't think she was. I don't you know, I just so. made all these people's scarves, like 10 or 15 of them, because I just did not have the money to buy everybody presents that, you know. Were so you in I guess college? I think I was in college. college. Yeah. yeah, I was in college. And then the next year, I like hit the jackpot at Goodwill and found all these Pearl Snap shirts because I had all these friends who were boys. So, and that was when Pearl Snap shirts were really popular. And some, Buddy had donated all these Pearl Snap shirts and I got all of them for like a dollar each. So everybody got a Pearl Snap shirt. All my friends who were boys, even probably girls, I wore them. So probably just things like that I made, not the Pearl Snap shirts, but making the scarves because it took 
time to sit down and make everybody scarves, but I wanted everybody to know that I love them. So I made everyone a scarf. Okay. What do you not like about the holidays? I like how you jumped right on that to make me answer it first. <laughs> she smiled at me really big. You couldn't see her, but she grinned like, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. Uh, what do I not like about the holidays? I don't like the amount of pressure that I feel that I'm probably putting on myself to, you know, make it special for my children or to do certain things. I know I mentioned this probably, I think a week or two ago, I can't remember when it was, but just like, there's so many good things to do for Christmas that are fun, special things that you can do. There's so yeah. many of them. And I do not have the capacity to do more than like two of them. So yeah, I mean, and there are like, when I read the ones from earlier, there were even more like Jenna's family, they do this thing where they have a Christmas book every night of the month and they unwrap, she, well, she doesn't wrap them anymore. I think she had made bags that she puts them like fabric bags, so she doesn't have to wrap them. And like, but the kids open one and they read every night and they, um, a lot of them are like the kind that are recorded. So like one is recorded by me and Jeremy. And so like the kids read it, but it's us reading it to them. And that's really special and sweet. And I know that she did that over a several years. Right, um, right. so that's not like something that she just did in a day or whatever, or one year. Um, but there are just so many fun traditions that I'm like, Ooh, that would be so fun to do. Like, I would like to do that but I just can't do all of them or I need to pace myself and slowly collect those traditions over time to where it feels manageable rather right. than expect myself to be able to do them all one year. Like all of a sudden we're going to be able to do advent candles and a calendar and take our neighbor's gifts and do books every night that are Christmas books and do Christmas activities every day and, or even once a week, I can't even do it once a week, just all those things. Like I see people posting things that are like, we did, we studied Stoneman today. We studied Christmas trees today, which is great. I can't get it together to do all those things. And that's okay too. Like yeah. if you do those things, fantastic. If you are like me and are like, I can barely keep my four-year-old from wetting his pants every day. Like, you know, let alone study all the different aspects of Christmas. That's okay too. <laughs> Remember the pressure are, I put on myself is my least all, favorite part of yeah, the holidays. We are all unique. Yes. And we need to do our strengths and not dwell on our weaknesses when it's right. comes to Christmas. Right. I really have an aversion to holidays. I really don't yeah. care for them much at all because it takes me out of my sweet little rut in life. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen Disrupts this sense, the peace. Yeah, I've never seen this since um, in taking down decorations to put up new decorations for one month or so. It's just so nonsensical to me. You're all going to go, okay, well, she's the Grinch. Mm. No, I love Christmas. I don't like being an adult and having Christmas. Right. <laughs> I loved being a child and having Christmas. Yes, seriously. Because it was my mom's favorite time of year, so she went all out. Oh, yeah. And I learned as a young wife and mother that I am not my mother, and that is mm -hmm. hard, hard work for me. So it's truly a gift of love. 
to decorate and cook and things like that because those are not my favorite things to do any day of the week. Yeah, it is a lot of work. It is. And I think that that's good. I would just like to go on record as saying I never felt anything lacking in our Christmases. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And I will not rain on anyone else's parade. I promise right. you. I'm not right. Scrooge. Not Scrooge. No, that's true. I just uh, know my preference. Right. Okay. Was there anything else about the holidays that you wanted to add? About? Well, of course, we as Christians are celebrating Jesus' birthday. Right. I don't think we did a birthday cake. No, we growing, didn't. When, we, when you were growing up. But we have kind of incorporated that over the years since you and Seth have your own families. But just yeah. always to acknowledge that we celebrate this for Jesus. Yeah, we've definitely been talking about that more this year with the kids because Owen has gotten really interested in presents, which is fine. I love presents too. I love getting presents. And so is Lincoln. But I feel like this year more so, like he kind of understands it more. Because we've talked about it in the past. But we talk about like, why do we give presents? Well, because God sent Jesus as our present to save us mm -hmm. and, and things like that. So I think that's really important. And I think that as long as I keep doing that, I don't need to put so much pressure on myself to try and do other fun things. Okay, mm -hmm. well, then let's talk about good things. I feel like we've talked about a lot of good things today. We have. Which really, is good yeah. because it's Christmas Eve. Hopefully you're having a fun Christmas Eve and you're not feeling stressed about Christmas tomorrow, but so what's something good? So Mom. take a deep breath and sit down for a few minutes. Yeah. Um, the best part about this Christmas Eve that is that you and Jeremy and the boys are coming tomorrow. Yay. I'm so excited. I can't wait to see all of you. Yeah, we're excited too. The boys keep making presents for you. <laughs> Expect a lot of drawings. Okay. From I'll children. find out my magnets. Um, I think that a good thing for me is just that we get to take the week of Christmas to New Year's off every year. And by we, I mean Jeremy, because I always have it off and the boys are obviously off because we're homeschooling. Even if they were in school, they'd be off. But, you know, most companies don't give people the whole week off. You'd have to use PTO, but that right. he just, their company always shuts down the week of Christmas and New Year's. And so we always get that week off, which is really nice since we don't live near our family um, and we'd like to see them. So I think that's my, my good thing is just I'm very thankful that he works at a job that does that and that allows him, allows us to get to see our family and go see our family. So it's really yeah. nice because I feel like it'd be super hard to like get up and go to work the day after Christmas. Um, and I know most people do that. And so if you're doing that, you know, well, Christmas is what on a Friday. So at least you get the weekend to recuperate this year. But if you do yes. that normally, I just wanted, if I was wearing a hat, I would take it off to you because that is hard and impressive. So good job. All of you who do that. So I think that's my good thing. All right. All right. You have anything else to add? No, I'm then excited. We'll, yeah. Then we'll let you guys uh, get back to all your Christmas Eve preparations. We hope you enjoyed the show today. And just thank you to everybody who contributed and responded. It was so fun to read those and so fun to hear from all of you. We're so thankful for all of you and just grateful that you would let us share your responses. That was really fun. So if you 
want to um, know what's going on with us, what we're doing, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Uniquely You Podcast. We'd love to hear from you and see what you're doing and see how you're enjoying the show because that really encourages us. Because this is really, I mean, we're fortunate in that we talk like have each other, but it's very like one-sided as far as we don't often hear from listeners about <laughs> what they're thinking. Yes. So if you have like something you're thinking you want to say to us, hopefully something nice, then we would love to hear that from you because that would that would be really encouraging. Because like I said, it can be pretty one-sided sometimes. Um, so also go into your podcast app and rate us five stars and leave us a comment. That way other people can find us and see what they're looking for. If you'd like to learn more about your personal uniqueness, don't forget to go to tandem.coach and sign up for a free 30-minute coaching session with Charlie. She would love to talk to you. Yeah. Um, she might make you baklava. Probably not. It'd be really hard to put that through a computer, but <laughs> well, and it's not gluten-free. So right, right. I won't be anyway. doing that. So sorry. Yeah. Okay. Maybe fudge. <laughs> there you go. Maybe fudge. Um, also don't forget, this is the last episode for us of this year. So happy new year as well. We're taking next week off and we hope that you enjoy this week between Christmas and new year's and the week, the first week of new year's and we'll be back January 7th to kick off the new year, 2021. Hardly yeah. feels real. See what it has in store for us, what God has in store for us in next year. Yes. All right, mom, why don't you pray for us? All right. Dear Jesus, I just want to thank you for your willingness to be born as a human being and to come and live your life perfectly as an example to us and to be willing to die for us. So I just want to say thank you so much. And I just thank you for the resurrection and how you paid the ultimate penalty for all people everywhere to cover our sins. So we just lift up the celebration time in your honor. I pray that all we do and say and the way we act and think during this time would reflect your love and your care for those around us. Help us to think twice before we say things, if we're tired and irritable. And, and I just um, pray that you would help us to see the opportunities around us to serve others. So as we go into the new year, Lord, we thank you that you're in control. You're on your throne. Yes. Yes. You do not leave us to our own devices. And so we know that this next year is totally blessed because you are in control, whether it's a great year from our perspective or a hard year, no matter what, it's a blessed year. So we thank you so much in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please be sure and join us again on January 7th. And we hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We love you guys.